0: Hey everyone, my name is Evan Bieber and welcome to Pop Rocks Interviews. This podcast shares conversations with up and coming or independent artists. Pop Rocks is also a live radio show every Tuesday at 7 o'clock Eastern Standard Time on RadioFreeBroken.org. All of these interviews and more can be found on our website at PopRocksBK.com. Rangelife is the passion project of seasoned New Jersey musician Mike Chiarapa. Mike released his debut full length album in October called When It All Gets Old. The album's theme spanned from fun songs about drinking beer to songs about friends dealing with addiction. I first met Mike years ago with his band The Stolen, and I was happy I was able to catch up with him again before his show in Brooklyn.
1: What's up, bud?
0: So good to see you. Dude,
1: long time no see.
0: Long time no see. How have you been?
1: I've been good. I've, I've been all right.
0: Last time I saw you, it would be with The Stolen.
1: Yeah, was that at Gold Sounds?
0: Yeah. Crazy. Wow. And look, we're Gold back. We're back. <laughs> And it actually was like a October show, I think, because you guys were dressed up as like Dunkin' or Starbucks. Yeah,
1: Rob We were all Starbucks.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rob was the the Dunkin'. Uh, but you're a Dunkin' fan yourself, aren't you?
1: I'm a I just didn't get my hands on a, a Dunkin' one.
0: Gotcha. So, you know, last time we chatted, I uh, was with The Stolen, and uh, I was just curious when you decided to start working on your own solo music.
1: Yeah, so I had a bunch of songs forever even when I was with the stolen and a lot of stuff that just didn't work for the stolen I kind of uh was hanging on to um and yeah I really had this was probably like I don't know like 2 3 years ago I was like just collecting a bunch of songs and I didn't really like have the money or it wasn't really thinking about going to record it anywhere so I just got like logic on my laptop and I was kind of just messing around like in my basement Um, and then the pandemic hit and I wasn't working so I just became obsessed with like you know logic and producing and funny enough it led me now to work in this beautiful studio which I'm very lucky to be in
0: okay I was going to ask you about that but maybe we can chat later or like whatever because I saw in your story today I was like that's dope
1: (laughs) yeah so it's crazy how that happened too. But, um, yeah, so I was just messing around in my basement and logic and like, you know, making really bad lo-fi recordings the whole first half of, uh, you know, lockdown. And then my buddy, Matt, who I worked for with a different company, he was always talking about wanting to open up a studio and through the pandemic, he opened this up and, um, at that point, I actually kind of like half learned what I was doing. And, you know, my brother Rob obviously produces as well. So he was teaching me a bunch of stuff. And then I just started blowing money on here instead yep. of like just going to record with Rob. Because I was like, oh, I'm going to do it myself. You yeah, know? yeah. like <laughs> yeah. I, I kind of wanted to at that point. I was just like so into the recording process. Um, So, yeah, I basically practice on... The first like three or four singles, those were done half in my basement, half in a studio because I was wow. kind of like practicing those. Um, and then the, the rest of the record was all done here in uh in Dim Studios. So nice. yeah, it's been a wild like, what is this, two years we've been locked down for now? Um, it's crazy when
0: you say it like yeah. that.
1: <laughs> I feel so bad with time. So I guess I had these songs for really like three three years, but I've wow. started recording over the last two years.
0: That's awesome, and yeah. I I forgot to open this up by saying this, but I just want you to know that like your your music and the way that you've put it out, and I feel like just the way that I've read you talk about music before is super inspirational, um, because Thanks. I feel like it's just so raw and personal and just so you. You can hear it in the songs, but you also can really hear it in like the production of the songs as well.
1: Thanks. I, that was it. That was an active thing for me to like. That's kind of why I want to do myself. Like, obviously, you made some great music with nice, my brother, Rob, at the Bar- shop. Yep. Check out every 7 <laughs> Thanks. Um, and it's you know, Rob's stuff is super polished in an amazing way. Like, I love it, but I was like, oh, I want to try to make you know, lo fi uh recordings. I kind of wanted this first collection of songs or the record to be kind of that, and I'm sure the next thing I do will be you know, a bit more polished. Um, but yeah, I thought there was something to be said about just like doing it all yourself and kind of having those imperfections shine a bit. Um, like in a lot of the record, I made it kind of a theme of, I'd have like a phone go off or I would like fall out of a chair and my yep. guitar would fall. And these were all accidental things. I was like, I kept every one of them in there because yes. I was just like, it kind of shows the, you know, yeah, the home recording vibe. Yeah, I, I love that about it, too. Yeah, the
0: phone goes off in, what, free soul? Free soul. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because every time I'm like, oh. <laughs> I think my phone is going off every time. It's yeah. so good.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> I think it messes with people. They're like, what?
0: Yeah, it's it's so good. Uh, and yeah, and for people who are listening, uh, I think it's so crazy if they if it it wasn't known yet that you write your own music you perform it you mix all your songs yourself um and in the beginning were you I don't know if you did the entire record but were you using a tape tape machine to record it
1: yeah my trusty tape machine right over here so I thought it would be fun to record on tape and I did do a lot with tape but if you don't have a high quality tape machine which that is definitely not a high quality one (laughs) you get a lot of noise and um it's kind of hard to record everything on a two track. So, Oh,
0: I mean, I couldn't uh, even imagine. I have no clue. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's possible. So, like, basically, to keep it short and not be all nerdy, I would just take, I would record my drums into Logic, and then I would print them to the tape and back in. There is one song, two songs on the record uh, that are acoustic, and they're just straight on the tape. They never even touch the computer. Wow that was cool but I yeah no way was I able to do the whole record on tape I'm, I'm a massive poser <laughs> for all you tape people out there
0: no I thought I when I read it, I was like what how, <laughs> how did you even do that but yeah I think that's still really cool for, for an effect as well um, and yeah but like in general I just think even just like the thought process of using tape even for just uh, certain instruments well especially because um, you're a drummer So the sound of of drums, I'm sure, is like you're super in tune with the drums, especially. (laughs) I think even just using tape is brave nowadays when you can make everything so um, in sync and perfect on the computer. Yeah,
1: totally. I know a lot of it like came from me not knowing how to edit at first, Um, you know, so I was like, okay, I could just do it this way because I don't have to edit if I put it on, you know, on tape, you can't edit because it's you know it's on tape. You can't nudge snare drums and stuff over. Um,
0: so yeah, yeah, that that probably made it seem so like actually, it's probably the whole thing is actually probably easier, you know, because you're just kind of like being right. more free with it, being like yeah. this. It it is what it is. Because I actually was going to ask you now, as somebody who is also tr- like tr- writing my own music. Um, yeah. but, but luckily I have your brother, Rob, who's freaking amazing genius. He, and <laughs> yeah, literally, he fi-
1: I want to give him credit too He fixed a lot of stuff that was like pretty terrible on my myself. So <laughs> he did, there's a couple of tracks that needed a uh, surgery that he did.
0: He's amazing. Uh, but oh, yeah. luckily for him, like I wrote a lot, but he played a lot and he edited a lot. But you, when you're doing it yourself um now maybe this is probably like a way too difficult question to even explain but how do you as an artist decide like when your song is done like I was just talking about this the other day with with a friend I was like um I don't know when if I was just at home making my own music when I would be like okay the song is finished like luckily I had Rob that just was like oh here it is and I was like all right cool
1: (laughs) no totally I think that's a fantastic question um Sometimes I don't, but because I have Rob as well, a lot of the songs I made in this record were um, just made, some of them were, like, worked on, like, No Tomorrow. Like, I just kept coming back and doing, redoing stuff. And then I would say at least four or five of them I just made in one session. I was, like, drums up. Like, some songs that started as demos ended up just being tracks. Um, so, yeah, how do I explain it? I guess, like... Uh, that's just a tough question.
0: I know. Yeah, I, I, guess, I don't even know how I would I'll, answer it.
1: Yeah. I guess like I'll start with a demo that could end up being the real recording. Cause once I put the mics up, I'm like, I turn to a nerd and I want to make it sound good. You know, I don't like just make it sound like crap. Yeah. So um, if everything's coming in right as a high quality demo, I'm like, well, there's definitely a vibe while I'm feeling tracking this now, there's no point of redoing this later. You know what I mean? Yep. So while I have that, like, splurge of creativity where i'm just like drums bass this i'm just having a lot of fun with it a lot of times i'm just creating the parts as i go and i'll be here like sometimes i'll start at like three o'clock and i'll be here till four in the morning when i do it um and then i like listen to it the next day and i usually don't want to touch it that next day and i send it off to rob what do you think of this and most of the time you know not my heart he's like oh i think it sounds great like i wouldn't have anything cause I'm not doing super layered music. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, it's pretty minimal. Um, so most of the time he's like, yeah, it sounds good. Like just mix it. And then sometimes he'll be like, I think you need this, or I think you need a harmony here or this or that. Um, so yeah, I usually get a second set of ears on it because especially creating your own stuff, it's really easy to get in your head of like, and just honestly, other opinions are good. Like with the stolen, it's like, this guy's an opinion, that guy's an opinion. And a lot of the times you put those opinions together and you create something really cool. Mm-hmm. Other times with a band, you could be compromising on an opinion and it's not cool because one guy wants this, one guy wants that. And it just compromised for something mediocre. Mm. So, and then vice versa for being solo, you might think something is so great, but everyone else is like, dude, what is you? <laughs> what? Is, you know, Cause it's all you. Yeah. And then some, well, you create something that's purely you and everybody loves it. So, yeah, the whole getting outside opinions thing, even if, you know, you're a solo artist and you should always have other opinions. And you know, take in what you want, but to just have no opinion at all, it's like I don't know. I guess it's a little like conceited and pretentious is the word, yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah. That makes sense. Uh, yeah. I want to bring it back to Runaway, but you've had plenty of singles since Runaway. Um, but I'm just bringing it back because it was your first. And I read that it was also you you wrote it probably now like four years ago or something. Right. That's what you were.
1: Yeah. I'm throwing out like numbers of years. when I wrote these songs and I don't. Even... <laughs> yeah. That had to be four years ago. Yeah. yeah or, or like,
0: you know, like plenty. But but plenty of years ago for it to like still stick and be like, no, I'm putting this i need to put this out um but also i forgot to mention that your music is very very different than the sound of the stolen um which i think which i think is really really cool um because i think it gives um the listeners as or uh, me at least (laughs) it gives people kind of the sense of who you are um as a person but also as an artist because it it is like i can see how like you writing this would not fit with the stolen like you couldn't bring this and and make it fit um
1: that was with, yeah with the song it was like some of these runaway was going to be a song song we cut it for the song it didn't work and i was like oh i'll just use it when i put out stuff so
0: awesome yeah and and it makes sense too because it, it this way that it was recorded and the way that it sounds is is very different and it, it totally it was a great opener for like who you were i was pretty shocked when i first heard it because i didn't know what to expect obviously as you as a solo artist and i was like whoa this right. is so different it's so good <laughs> Of course. Um, I also read that it was kind of about like when you guys were on tour and talking about like thinking about the past and running away. Um,
1: yeah. So actually, okay. So I wrote half of it four years ago and the other half I wrote, I finished it years ago where it was like, I just had the chorus. I want to run away for, for a while. Um, I don't really even know what that meant to me. Honestly, I can't remember. But then um, when I ended up finishing it, um i guess it was yeah it was yeah it was kind of like we were, i was off tour for a while and i was just like pretty stagnant at home and i was just like yeah i guess it really just meant like wanting to be wanting to stay young and as cliche as it sounds and just like be out on tour and do that um there's no like deep meaning or anything behind the song just a feel good yeah you know indies when you're when you're used to touring so much and then you're home for a while and Uh, Yeah, it's one of those things too, you know, you're coming home, you're getting older, you're seeing friends around you doing the nine to five job and this and that. And you're just like, oh, I just want to be on fucking tour. You know, that's kind of really what it is.
0: Yeah, I, that makes so much sense. And I loved, I loved reading that too, especially knowing, which is kind of like the, like knowing that you wrote it in the past when you came off tour, but then also kind of the like very heavy depth of um, the pandemic and it really being like, you're at home home yeah and like so it kind of has like this weird kind of double meaning when i read that it was that that tour was even involved that it was like first it was like oh man tour is over and i'm bummed and then it's like oh i can't even like see my friends i'm like home now i tour is not even an option i really want to run away it kind of has like a a deeper even though it is a very uh carefree yeah all, all the music, like some of the songs have deeper meanings, but the sound is very kind of bright and, and kind of this carefree sound.
1: Yeah, the, I try to keep the sound cohesive. Like some of the songs are kind of goofy and fun and then others are pretty touch heavily on like emo genre. Um, yeah. So it definitely shifts as far as like goes, But I tried to keep like the style of like this indie country kind of pop vibe in there like i don't like a lot of country but then i also love country so like i kind of sarcastically you know threw in a lot of like Amer- american chords and a lot of twangy stuff in the songs um so your
0: record it comes out next week
1: yeah that's, how,
0: how are you feeling
1: <laughs> i feel great because that means i don't need to work on it anymore
0: <laughs> oh, i mean i i'm with yeah, you and, I
1: <laughs> uh, and like i kept adding everyone's like you put out seven singles i'm like yeah why not like no one like knows who I am. I mean, no, it's been cool. People have been streaming it and, you know, um, I'm happy, you know, people care about it. Um, but yeah, I didn't want to just drop a record when it was like a, a new project. So, um, cause I have access to the studio. It's not like I'm paying somebody to keep recording all these songs. So yep. I just kind of kept, kept them going. And because I wrote those songs so long ago, I was writing more songs while I was working, um, on, you know, still releasing other ones. So it kind of built up to now, was it 12 tracks? I think it is. So it's not like I'm leaving people with just like, you know, two more songs. Mm-hmm. on, on record. Um, and, uh, you know, I don't have a label or anybody holding me back to be like, oh, you know, put these songs out next year, this one next year. I'm like, at this point it was going to be an EP, but now it's a, a full, yeah. full record.
0: I love that. So the album's called when it all gets old. Yes. Yeah. Love that title. Uh, what can you tell us about it? You said that there were there's like four new songs that we haven't heard yet, right?
1: Yeah, I a four of them five. Nice.
0: Uh-huh. Wow, this yeah. is like a real, re like I mean, seven songs already you've already given us. That's already more than most. Like most most EPs. Right. <laughs> this is a full, full record. Um, what's kind of like would you say? is, I mean, we already have a good kind of taste of it, but what would you say is like an overall theme of the record?
1: Totally. I mean, so it was Runaway 2001, Leading for Help. Those four were kind of part of the first chapter, one that's not out yet. And then I would say Another Day is like a standalone, just fun track. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then these last, Free Soul West again, these last five are kind of more, Concepty, even though it's not a concept record it's just kind of about a similar topic Mm -hmm. um so it's like half a concept record i don't know um because you know what i'm saying because it was written periods um yeah i mean quite quite uh recently i lost like a really good uh friend of mine and uh a lot of songs were written before they they passed away um about you know kind of how i was worried about their um their drug use and um, yeah it's it's pretty kind of heavy to talk about that end of it and that's kind of why I have so many songs because anytime I was like feeling like you know sad or just not good about that topic I would just like write something um, and yeah that it kind of touches on, on that um, and listening to some of the songs like West again you know there's there's a lyric in there that's like you don't stay so clean so long and I get where you'll be gone and you know, that definitely feels really heavy now to, yeah. to just think about, you know, and there's so much to think about with that, that I can't even really put it into words in this yeah. interview, but
0: yeah, absolutely. Um,
1: yeah. So I would say that the other songs are kind of really touching on that topic and my relationship with them and stuff is a little more emo aside from uh one track. So,
0: yeah. Yeah. I think like, I think that what is so great about your artistry is that you you it is so raw and like you hear that in the lyrics as well um and i think that when people listen to the songs they can hear that and they can hear the emotion and know that and i think that um like i i really like i literally wrote this down that i was like the way you're releasing songs is my dream this is like because you can tell that you love music you can tell it's therapeutic you can tell that you're that basically your goal is just to like like I'm running this for me, but I also want to share it with the world, and you're not like yeah. over branding it. you're not like making it a whole thing. You're just like, "Hey, I wrote this song. I hope you like it, <laughs> which is like yeah, what everyone should it. do
1: <laughs> oh, that's totally how it started, and like it's escalated to you know me playing shows and me printing vinyl, which I'm gonna have for the
0: damn record. you're printing vinyl. It-
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. It's small run because the real a big run. That's it. But you know, I'm sure people want to listen. Um, well, people are listening, so I, I'm sure I could sell some, you know, some records and stuff. But yeah, it totally just kind of started as like, oh, when I I write songs and I love writing music, and why just keep them for myself if you know somebody else could relate in any way possible, or if they don't and they just like it, or if they don't like it, it it's out there. Um, I feel like it's slightly selfish just to, you know, keep, keep your art to yourself. I mean, I get how it's not selfish cause you don't have to, but why not? And I, how I could, you know, it could, you, it could feel very vulnerable at times and stuff you're writing about is so personal and so personal to you. And like, it's like, I don't do I want people to hear this? Mm-hmm. But then it's like, if it lives in your head. It almost feels a little more weird. And yeah.
0: Yeah. Especially, <laughs> especially after you've recorded it too. It's just like, Mm-hmm. I guess I'm just. I, I It's like it needs. It needs to like be released. You can't not.
1: <laughs> yeah, like even if it's you know two people are like, dude, I really loved your song. It's meant to, like I don't want to be here anymore. It's like written about you know my grandmother. And somebody was like, dude, I really relate to this song and it means a lot. I, I love it. I listen to it all the time. Like that one person. If it's one person that you know loves your music, that's fucking awesome. You know, yep. you, you did something. Um. So yeah. Totally, music Exactly.
0: Everyone Why listening, not? put your music out, put your art out. D- don't care what people think. Um, are you excited for the October 15th show?
1: Oh, I can't wait. I'm, I'm ready to rock.
0: I'm so hyped. All the artists are awesome. I cannot wait to meet them in person because I've just been listening to everybody like, damn, everyone's so good. You you created such a great lineup. And thank, thank you, you for having me be part of it. Of course.
1: <laughs> yeah. I'm so stoked to have you. I'm actually doing Fox Teeth uh, right when that show's over. I'm working on their record here with them. So nice. that's going to be fun. I blocked out like the whole whole week or two for them. And we're just really going to just dig in and make it sound as incredible as we can. That's um,
0: amazing. Have you done production and engineering for other artists?
1: Oh, yeah. A lot okay. now. Yeah. okay. That's why I'm like kind of excited that my stuff's like out of the way. Because I was, I've, I have so many friends that are like, you know, just hit me up. They heard something like, Oh dude, we like the way this sounds. And since my record, I, my production has gotten better. I bought better gear. And, um, yeah. So I, I mean, I've been doing a lot of people in here and it's like, it's kind of nice to like not be working on my music that I have 12 songs. I like sat in here forever with, and yep. just doing those. And when it's your own music too, you're, you're going to like be really hyper-focused on mm-hmm. it. There'd be some nights that I would be in here at 4am and just sleep on the couch And, like, I'm kind of done with that because if I go home with other people's music, as much as I really put my all into it, when I go home, it's not like, okay, I'm, like, still, like, thinking, oh, what are I going to do tomorrow for this? They're going to come in and tell me, hey, we want to do this, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I go in bed. I'm like, fuck, I can do this vocal better. Yeah,
0: yeah, yep.
1: (laughs) They're bad saying, oh, I can do that vocal better. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I need to touch with the mixing, but. I've kind of taught myself to a point with that where it doesn't stress me out, you know? Um, so a little bit of that perfectionism goes away, even though my records not perfect at all, but everyone
0: sounds great. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm, I'm so excited to see you live too. I'm, I'm really pumped for that. It'll be fun. Um, I, before I let you go, I also saw that something really cool that you're part of a Tom Petty covers compilation benefiting the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention. How'd you get involved with that? That's really cool.
1: Um, Super cool. Great benefit. Um, my buddy, Ben Liebert, who plays in a band called Marigold, oh. he reached um, with a bunch of other fantastic artists on there. And um, he asked me if I wanted to do a cover. And I was like, absolutely. He's like, you have two days to do it because you're the last person I asked. Like, thanks, Ben.
0: <laughs> Cool.
1: <laughs> um. So I actually did bang it out really quick. Rob played guitar on it. Nice. Um, and yeah, stoked on it.
0: Love it. A two day. Maybe that's like the 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 trick. Yeah. <laughs> two days, bang it out. Just do it.
1: <laughs> well, I guess. It, I guess it's easy when
0: it's not your like when it's like already written. <laughs>
1: Exactly. Yeah, I just I had the lyrics open here. I was reading it, singing into the mic, boom. And you know, it's it's a cover, like it doesn't need to be. It's just acoustic and vocal, so I didn't pick like a whole drum kit, gotcha. guitar. Oh.
0: Cool. Well, hey, I won't keep you for any longer, but I uh, just wanna. I I can't wait to hear your entire record. Uh, I can't wait to buy it on vinyl. That's dope. And Watch. and I'm so excited for the show next week. I'm super pumped I'm for it.
1: Joke to play with you. It is going to be awesome. It's
0: going to be a good time. Thank you so much for, for yeah. chatting with me tonight, and I'll see you next week.
1: Thank you for having me. I'll see you next week. Of course. Bye.
0: Hey, if you like what you heard today and you want to hear more interviews from up and coming artists, follow our podcast at Pop Rocks Interviews, wherever you get your podcasts. If you're bored and you have a minute, give us a rating on iTunes. Pop Rocks is also a live radio show every Tuesday at seven o'clock Eastern Standard Time on radiofreebroken.org. You can also check out our website at poprocksbk.com or follow us on social media at poprocksbk.